0: Well, good morning, little brother. Is early break with Sip and Jake brought to you by Gaina Trucking. (laughs) Weekday mornings from 6 to 8 on 937 The Ticket at (laughs) Ticketfm.com. Oh, don't you just love when the phone lines are all jacked up? It's, all makes, it's fun. you got to figure it out. That's all That's all great. Danny, we're all happy this morning here on Early Break. Steve Simple, Jake Sorensen. Yes, we're happy. You can always call in Texas, 402-464-5685. Please. Without further ado, we are joined on the phones. we got it working by Bill Bender of the Sporting News. Bill, good morning. Thanks for joining us Uh I want to start off with, uh, with, with Wisconsin for a second. Wisconsin plays last night. They beat Oklahoma State in their bowl game 24-17. Jim Leonard, of course, is moving on. Luke Fickle is the new head coach at Wisconsin. Let's start there because we've not, we've not talked to you since Matt Rule was hired, Luke Fickle was hired. Do you like the fit of Luke Fickle at Wisconsin? What is your view of that program under his leadership going forward?
1: Yeah, I watched some of the second half. I was out. Snow tubing with the family, and that buddy texted me said Pickles on the sideline. And I'm like, what? <laughs> it was like, but uh, that's cool. I-, I think that's owning it, and um, you know, for them to go out and win that game, good start for them next year. Obviously, not you can't read too much into the actual game. There were two backup quarterbacks playing, a lot of reserves. But I think for Wisconsin, what he's going to do is improve the talent development, improve the recruiting. You saw him do that at Cincinnati. And most importantly, I think he's going to end up improving the quarterback position, which has always been that missing piece for Wisconsin in trying to get to the playoff.
2: Bill Bender joins us from the Sporting News. Bill Bender joins us from the state of Ohio. What was the state of Ohio's reaction to Luke Fickle leaving Cincinnati? Did it catch you by surprise? Did it catch a lot of people by surprise?
1: Oh, yeah. Absolutely, Seth. And, uh, you know, one of the things with that was it coincided with uh, the same weekend that Michigan blasted Ohio State. So this is a fan base that uh, has been miserable. Imagine being 11-1, and 1, having a coach with a 90% winning percentage, kay. a two-time Heisman finalist, and they're acting miserable ahead of the college football playoff. Ooh. At least half of them are. Yeah. It is some of the most bizarre behavior I've ever <laughs> seen, but it's all because Michigan, and it had been – since 99, 2000, that they lost. I forgot what it was like to be around here when that happens, when they lose to Michigan a couple of years in a row. Uh huh.
2: And it's – okay, I want to drill down on that a little bit because I wonder about the state of mind of Ohio State fans. You backed into the playoff, which is fine. I mean, they're in it. They're in the, they're in the college football playoff. They'll probably get their teeth rattled um, by Georgia. But I and I wonder how much of that weighs on Ohio State Buckeye fans' minds, and I wonder how much of this is Dylan Raiola backing out, and I wonder if there's a concern about Ryan Day moving on. Is there any is there any thought of Ryan Day moving on to the NFL? Well,
1: I, I think one by one, the Raiola decommitment. Any time a quarterback okay. commits as early as he did, okay. you know, I, I, there's a chance that he could go somewhere else, right? And and you know, it's it, that just happens. Um, sure. Ryan Day. Uh, I mean, I, there's a, some fans that are. For all of his faults, was in big games right. He he dominated Michigan. He's great in bowl games, uh, ranked teams, and and I think that's why this Georgia game. If they get just like you said, their teeth rattled. Mm-hmm. I wonder what it's going to be like here this off season because there are some concerns about recruiting and NIL and. Ryan Day in the big game. I don't think they, they're they worried about him leaving. I think they're more worried about can he be that guy that, okay. that wins the big game, even though this is his third playoff trip. That's what I keep saying. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, what Like, what? What fan base wouldn't
0: take that? Yeah, if we asked the same question at Nebraska. Uh, hey, we'd uh, die yeah, for that. Yeah, we've
2: done a little. Now we've been through what you're going through, and we ran guys out of here that were really good, that were having good seasons. So, Ohio State fans might look at Nebraska as a
1: cautionary tale. Yes,
2: Bill, I'm curious. So
1: that, 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 can I ask you, like, so was when did it get like that at Nebraska? Was when they lost to, which rival did they lose to a couple times, and then maybe it was like, oh, my gosh, what is going on here? I don't, I don't remember it being Oklahoma. like that even when they would lose maybe one to Oklahoma, but I could be wrong.
2: No, okay, I can take you back, Bill, to the Osborne years. To the Osborne years when, you know, Tom would win 9 or 10, and then, you know, if they lost to Oklahoma, it was trouble. And then, you know, then if they followed that up, which they did for consecutive years, several consecutive years with bowl game losses to Florida teams, you know, if you win 10 or 11, it was still, it was still, okay, this is what we got to figure something out here. This isn't good. So I've seen this. I've, I've seen what you're experiencing.
1: Well, and it's that. And then I just, like I said, they, the. To me, it's a spoiled mentality On some ways, though. When you you win that, uh, what, everything changes a second if they go out and beat Georgia on Saturday, which is entirely possible. I mean, both teams have 15 five-star guys in their roster and 40-plus four-stars. A lot of NFL scouts are going to be there. And if C.J. Stroud can be loose and, and get the ball to Marvin Harrison, they they got to get some pressure on Seth and Bennett. So that's a stat I've been throwing out all month and, Stephen Bennett hasn't taken a sack in six games. Wow. And that, that, that's half the season. Wow. They haven't, he doesn't get touched, and when they get to him, he slips out of the pocket. And he's, or you can make fun of his age all you want. That dude makes clutch throw after clutch throw whenever they need it.
0: That's the of the day. He has not been sacked in six games. That's incredible. Uh, on that note, Bill, I'm curious, will you be surprised when all is said and done if it's not a Georgia-Michigan final?
1: I would be. I think that other game is not getting nearly as much attention, but you know TCU can do some things to make Michigan uncomfortable. Max Duggan, fifty percent on 20, passes of twenty yards or more. It comes down to style, and you guys are the perfect people to talk to about that because you've been in both conferences. Where um, does TCU's Big Twelve style make Michigan uncomfortable? Do they hit a couple big plays early and get an early lead, or does Michigan just pound them? with that offensive line, and Donovan Edwards cracks off a couple big runs. J.J. McCarthy's only thrown two picks all year. Had some accuracy problems, but um, I just see Michigan doing what they've done all year and taking over that game in the second half.
2: Interesting. Bill Bender joins us from the Sporting News. Bill. You did an excellent breakdown for the Sporting News of the transfer portal quarterbacks, tracking the quarterbacks that that have been on the move, that are on the move. And there was a big one yesterday. What what were your thoughts on Sam Hartman going into the portal and probably headed to Notre Dame?
1: Yeah, you know, I, I got to update that because that was a little bit of a, a shocker. Yeah. Uh, not a shocker, but, I mean, he's had a really good career and, and – you know, he would give Notre Dame some experience, a guy that's thrown for a lot of touchdowns. I'd Wake Forest offense a little bit different than Notre Dame's. I mean, they're a little more wide open because they have to be. But a uh, good decision maker with the football. So I think Notre Dame's the one school I've been watching to see who that would be. Because I think with the right guy in that offense and what Marcus Freeman's building there, it could be really good next year. So having that veteran quarterback in there. I But I'm still a guy that think that that's nice, but it, and you still want to recruit a guy and develop him in-house. I, I still think that's the best way to success, even though a lot of these transfer quarterbacks did well this year.
0: Yeah, yeah, and, and now it's, it's half the conference of starters in, of the ACC that are gone to different schools, Bill. Is this going to be a trend that's the same way going forward? Is this just right now yes. where we're at? Where, where, where do you believe this is going for the future?
1: Uh, Part of it's the Joe Burrow effect in some ways, and even before that. I mean, but when three of the last five, three of the last five or, yeah, three of the last five Heisman winners are, four of the last six Heisman winners are transfer quarterbacks. Baker, Kyler, Caleb, Joe Burrow. And and that's, you know, part of the deal. So, I do think when you have guys like Michael Penix do what he did at Washington, when you have some other guys that have had some success other than Caleb Williams, yeah, you'll continue to because, you know, what's the old saying? There's only one ball, right? So yeah. you, you can only have one quarterback at a time. And these guys, when they don't play, they're going to move around a little bit.
2: Billy Bender joins us from the Sporting News. we got to ask you this, too. What, what, what was your reaction to the Matt Rule hire as Nebraska's head coach?
1: I like it. Uh, you know, I'm a little surprised he – Didn't sit on man. When when if I ever got a forty five million dollar buyout, I would sit on that for a while. Uh, I would probably sit at home and watch some TV, Um, but uh, or or do some TV. But no, it's great. I I think you know you're seeing how aggressive he is in recruiting. I don't think Nebraska needs a full fledged makeover, which he was able to do at Temple and Baylor. So maybe Nebraska can have success in an accelerated pace. I think the Raiola developments are certainly notable because. What better way to have a makeover than have a five-star quarterback? And uh, you know, the offensive and defensive pieces should be pretty good. I think he'll develop talent. And the Big Ten West is there for the taking. It's not like there's a school in the Big Ten West that, that's dominating, and he may have Nebraska up and rolling just in time for UCLA and USC to get there when this conference is going to be awesome.
0: Were you surprised, Bill, that so Purdue loses Jeff Brom to Louisville? They go with a first-time head coach and Ryan Walters from Illinois, the defensive coordinator. Do you think they go with a uh, experienced coach there as a head coach, or are you surprised by the move to get Ryan Walters? Uh,
1: surprised not by the age, but by you know, uh, we'll see what he does with the offense. I, you know, from a defense, for them to hire a defensive coach is a little bit of a surprise for me because they they're at their best when they have. A really good quarterback, a really invented all- offense. I really like Jeff Brom. I love his play calling. He does some things that for, for Purdue. Even in the big ten championship game, when they were never getting throttle, he's calling some really good plays. Um so yeah, I, I Walters defense with Illinois, it was a remarkable turnaround for them. That defense gave people fits. I think they had two or three guys on our all American team. Um maybe he can bring some of that to Purdue. So surprised a little bit, but going
0: to work out. Bill, always great stuff. Thanks for the time. Enjoy your new year, and we'll chat with you at some point down the road.
1: Yeah, thanks so much for having me. Take care. You bet.
0: Bill Thank you. Bender of the Sporting News.
2: Ohio State fans. <laughs> um,
0: They're in shambles, and they made the playoff.
2: Nah, I, he said 50%.
0: Okay, half the fan base is in shambles, and they made the playoff, and haven't even played yet.
2: Shambles might be a little strong, by the way. Well,
0: how would you describe disgruntled? You disgruntled.
2: Oh, we're we're only the four seed in the playoff. Uh, out of sorts. Disgruntled, out of sorts. <laughs> yeah, no, that's uh, oh, I get it. That's a little odd. Although uh, we have seen it here, we have seen it. This is this is, we've lived it here, and I'm not talking about firing Frank with ten wins. People are gonna say nine. They won the bowl game ten. Um, Fire and bow, and I'm not saying that. I'm going back to Osborne. We've seen this before. Disgruntled. Where are we going next? There, Spark. We got the mailbag next, and song of the day. <laughs> okay, it's up next, and early
0: break in the ticket.